all right guys welcome back to the cross your minds podcast my name is v alongside it's your boy big rob glad to be here and guess who has two microphones we do say like, now give me a mic oh get out of here <laughs> last week it was very intimate very one mikey but this time mikey. i'm telling see, you see we can talk at the same time i can interrupt her isn't that great doesn't it feel good to know i to really talk? i want to be able to speak oh, while i'm God. speaking don't interrupt Whatever. me thank you we only had one mic anyway welcome back my name is v if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to us download on apple spotify and where else wherever podcasts be at <laughs> all right no, <sighs> we're on youtube too guys these intimate episodes will not be on youtube but these are more for our core fans who really do enjoy you the mean content. listeners supporters thank you either way yeah i like supporters better it sounds better our core supporters who really are entwined with our content and really like been with us pretty much from the start or from whenever you started honestly um we do have a surprise for you guys can you tell them where else they can hear us this is not on youtube you but it's on iheart you, you were forgetting tell, I, don't, I don't know about iheart i ain't talking about no iheart anyway make sure you follow us on tiktok too on v e e we do this at the end i have no idea why we're doing this in the beginning this is you you just you're weird anyway we do have a surprise for you guys we're gonna be doing these once a week alongside our regular episodes from now on so you guys are gonna be getting two episodes a week starting what next week yeah. next week monday monday I think and when then these drop well this one is going to drop obviously on monday because we're not in the studio thanks to new jersey and their weather yeah, the weather sucked um so i'm i want to say what day would you say you would like to drop this i know monday for sure obviously but the second one we'd like to drop maybe like on a thursday what do you think wednesday, wednesday? wednesday? We i think a wednesday night drop yeah i think wednesday will okay. be cool Wake up Thursday morning and listen and have to a us. Nice little, yeah, nice little pod oh, for the week. Right. Okay. So that works out for me too. Shout out to everyone who's in school right now. I just want to get that out the way. School is kicking my ass. If you are anything that's pre med, nursing, anything that has to do with medical, shout out to y'all. Shout out to us because it's really a struggle. <laughs> I. That's it. That's all. I'm broke. I don't. I don't know nothing. Shout out to all of us trying to make money that too this year make sure that you're frugal don't wait until christmas and then be like damn i should have been saving throughout the year because i've been there done that this year we're going to be more vigilant (laughs) and more precise on how we spend our money we're not going to be like oh my god i need to just get this no if you didn't need it yesterday you don't need it tomorrow you don't need it the day after right Right, babe? No, I spent bread. I don't know what she's talking about. If I needed it yesterday, I needed it next weekend, last year, and all that. I'm getting that shit right now. I'm spending all my money. Anyway, if you can't buy it twice, leave it right on the shelf. I agree with that. I agree with that. If you can't buy it, I'm starting to think if you can't purchase it three times, don't get it. We, the reason, no, for real. The book that you and I are reading is teaching me so much about money and the way that we and our urban society and our Caribbean households are taught like about money. Which we're not, so well, that's the key. We're not taught about money <laughs> whatsoever. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought a credit card was free money. 
I thought I didn't have to pay it back. I thought, hey, it was just <laughs> money on a card and I could spend it however I want. My mother didn't tell me nothing. The person who gave me the credit card didn't tell me nothing. <laughs> no shit. No one told me anything. I had $700 on a credit card and spent it on it. I don't know what, but I spent it. Terrible. At 18, yeah, we weren't taught financial literacy at all. No, we weren't. And I think that's sad as a whole, as a whole society, that we are not taught about money until it's too late. Like, until we're in debt, that's when they're like, oh, well, you should have knew better. No, no one taught us. So make sure that you read up on some financial literacy for 2024 we are reaching our early mid and late 30s we need to have something going on we can't be one of those old people that's struggling and working until they're 73 74 because we made bad choices in our younger years okay word you know what it is we're so calm right now and we're at home so rob you know how men be like oh i ain't sleep i'm just closing my eyes i legit feel like he's dozing off i'm not i'm just i'm letting you go i don't you know i don't know nothing about this money talk you talking i'm letting you go i mean you do know about it no okay he just doesn't <laughs> want to educate y'all he's being real you know before the show let me give y'all a little backstory before the show i was like high energy man hype and he's like oh you don't know what these are like you're being too high energy so i told his dir- dirty crusty ass to get off the phone <laughs> he had distinct energy and now he's sitting here having wiggling this my, attitude wiggling my toes on her ug sheets dirty <laughs> like just so dirty and he's laughing like ladies get you a rob <laughs> child you don't want no gemini there you go you don't know who you gonna get you don't know if you gonna uh, get rob robert bobby or bob <laughs> you don't know. anyway rob was on tiktok live a little bit ago and he, and he was talking to um some of the people that were in the live and some of the conversations and some of the topics were very interesting the tiktok lives i i tend to do are pretty um it's it's not as hype it's don't get me wrong it's still in it's funny it's entertaining and stuff but it's usually more like deep cut stuff because I really get to interact with the people that are in the live or whatever issues they have or whatever they bring up at the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Vanessa's adorable. Um, but yeah, so we had one of our um, one of our mods actually, Bree. She remembered the contents of the live and she actually sent it to us. So we're actually going to start off these um, pods pretty much going through the list that she sent us. Okay, and. I like the topics. Again, I wish that I could be a virtual panhandler because I see that people make money off of that. But I really do go off of Rob's route in that sense on TikTok where it's like not really begging for it. And I get that's how people make their living. But I don't really ever want to come off that way. Yeah, me neither. It's not my thing. E-begging is crazy. It's like we're, we're in there telling you guys to come to battles with us. and do, I'm not doing all that. Just come in and enjoy the company for real i mean yeah true if i ever got to that point i'm pretty sure it's because i wanted to i guess but not necessarily because i was down and out and i needed it like it's like squidward when he money. <laughs> it's like squidward when he was like spare change spare change in a little box and jiggling the can that's how i feel like it looks Poor squidward. anyway the topic was if a woman is in her masculine ways it's because she doesn't feel safe with them with you as a man <sighs> we kind of like super went in depth with that when we just opened up 
the whole thing with women being masculine, in my opinion, is something I haven't really experienced because for whatever reason, I, I explained it before that most women I am introduced to, whether they were considered masculine by somebody else, they're feminine when they come to me. And that's, that's including regular women, studs, and other women that like women. They don't approach me in their masculine because when they look at me, they see a man and they respect that. They don't, you know what I'm saying? And it's not mm-hmm. anything I did or said to do that. So even in that same breath, when a man and a woman are introduced and she feels like she still has to stay masculine, she clearly doesn't feel safe. Clearly. I agree. Um, I agree. I also want to add, sometimes women have been masculine for so long, right? And even if they're trying to be feminine, I feel like a little bit of masculinity still creeps up until she realizes that she doesn't have to be so rough around the edges with the person that she's around. Why do you feel that way? I think some people don't know how to let go of the person or the people that they've been around. So they're naturally like their instinct is protective mode and protect me protect me that even if they know that they're around someone that can protect them they're still a little on edge because they don't want to expect anything from anyone i don't consider that masculine energy though for perfect example when i met you did you consider yourself masculine um that's a good question you and your masculine energy when you met me nine years ago I feel like I've always been a little rough around the edges. I wouldn't necessarily say that I was masculine. I will say that I was a little rough, but I don't think I was masculine around you. Right, from the beginning. Yeah. But anyone else would say, you know, you're rough or you're a little masculine or you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like you challenged them or you ready to, you know what I'm saying? Like they would have said that, but I didn't say that. And that's off meeting you the first time I met you. Right. I think even still while being with you, I still had masculine traits because of the way that I thought and the things that I shared with you. Because you looked at me a certain way um, when I was like, "What?" it was about allowing you to pay or something like that. You remember? I can't remember. You remember how um, when we used to go out or like if I needed something, I would be like, no, you don't have to do that for me. And then I had a conversation with my dad. Yeah, you used to, used to say that, but it never stopped me from paying. And right. And never stopped you from allowing me to pay. You see what I'm saying? No, it but I still offered. You Always. it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like, oh my God, he's gonna pay for me. I'm gonna get this meal. It was more like, oh my it was more of like a, oh my God, he's paying for me, but I don't want him to feel like he always has to do this. So I'm going to offer still, if he says no, cool. But if he ever wants me to pay him back, then I'll pay him back. It was like and that that's, kind of mentality. That's a feminine mentality. The masculine mentality is not allowing me to pay whatsoever and tell me, oh no, put your money away or making sure it's paid before we even sit down like a bunch of man things. You didn't do any of those oh, things. Oh, well, maybe not that. I guess, I mean, I looked at it as a little... Ew, COVID number one, um, a little masculine because it's like I'm supposed to feel more comfortable and more at ease instead of being on edge. But it's more so because of what I dealt with prior to you that I was just a little apprehensive towards certain things. And that's not to say, I don't know. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm still with you. I'm still following. 
being apprehensive, these th- the things that you're describing as someone who who isn't ready to open up versus someone being masculine. You, you get what I'm getting at? A no, mas- I get what you're saying. Yeah, a masculine woman, from, from what I've heard, because again, I haven't truly experienced one, a masculine woman is someone who's literally challenging you the way a man would in, in the same aspects. They argue with you a lot about nonsense for real. Like they stand up in front of you like they're a guy too. And I haven't really experienced that. I mean, I swung on men like I'm a man. Yeah, but you're, you're dainty. I like that. I'd rather be dainty. Yeah, you're super dainty. It's, it's cool with me. I'd rather be dainty. You're very dainty. You're, you're, you're cute. I don't, I, don't uh-huh. see the, I don't see the power in the punch. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it's, you don't feel, again, I can't really, I do remember the feelings that I felt prior to you. It's just because I haven't felt them in so long. Well, it's like I'm not in that space to actually like really. Let's go off what you remember. I just remember always having to, like you said, like being on, like I would argue with you and staying toe to toe because it's like, you're not going to talk to me all crazy. I'm not one of your friends. Like, stop talking to me like you don't have no fucking sense or like stop treating me like one of your boys in a sense of you can talk to me all kind of way, treat me all kind of way. And then want somebody to be soft with you. You can't do all that and then think you're going to get a woman in return. You yeah, can't. That doesn't work. Yeah, you can't put your hands on a woman and think that you're going to get a soft woman. You're going to get an angry, battered woman. Like no facts. So it's not necessarily like, and that's what some women bring over. Like you're angry, you're battered, and not necessarily bitter, but you're just, I mean, just angry. There's a, there's a little bit of bitterness in there. Bitterness on how you were treated versus, you know, anything else. Like being treated poorly in your prior relationship can cause so many like detriments to your next ones and sometimes you don't even know and a lot of people say things like which I agree with I do agree that you should be alone for a little bit before you jump into your next relationship Mm -hmm. but the problem with that is the things you think you need to heal Mm -hmm. you won't know what you truly need to heal until you're with someone that is true and in that space with that new person it is their job to help you heal. Not, it's not their job to to do it alone. It's not on them. It's it's they're supposed to help facilitate your healing process by understanding. You know, it doesn't take. It's not one night, but understanding your triggers over time. If this is someone you plan on spending your life with or you mm-hmm. see a future with, understanding that person's triggers, trying to understand why it happens. If you feel like it's too much suggesting that they get help and these are very tough situations and i'm not telling y'all it's easy by a long shot Mm. i just know when you want to do it you you'll put in the work to do it true i like that you said you're supposed you're you're there to help i think that's a key factor that a lot of people are missing is wanting to help their significant other I hear and I read a lot of people say, well, I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to help you. Oh, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not here to diagnose you. It's like, all right, you're not a therapist. You're not a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, you're not a so, um, all of these things. You're none of that. But what exactly do you think you're going to get in a relationship? Do you think you're going to get perfection from somebody? Like, do you think this person is just like fully healed and you're not going to do anything and just reap the benefits? That's honestly what I, I, I really think the baseline for people is that, they think that they're supposed to take me as I am and I'm just supposed to take them as they are 
and that's it and we just live happily up that doesn't work that way you know i don't think it's ever worked that way i don't think it works either i get that we all have flaws granted yes and i know that everyone comes with their own piece of trauma and their own you know childhood memories and whatever so forth and relationships I actually encountered an older woman. She's in, she's 40. She's been married since she was 24, right? And I I asked her, I was like, so are you married? Like, are you happily married? She said, I'm married. She's been married for so long that she just doesn't romanticize about her marriage. She doesn't care about it necessarily. She's very rough around the edges. And to add to what you're saying, she said, if I've been with him for however many years I've been with him, why do I need to change now? That's a very stubborn, kind of trashy mindset to have. I think no matter one thing I find in the flaw in our parents, the generation before us. Mm-hmm. So again, we're millennials. Gen X. So we're talking about Gen X, right? Mm-hmm. One flaw with them and who's above them? Boomers. Mm-hmm. Their flaws to me is they're stuck. Whatever happened to them in their youth, they carry to adulthood. And they do not care to change it. They don't care to acknowledge it. They just, they sit in their trauma. And that's why most of them are miserable. And most, divorced. Yeah, a lot of them are divorced. Divorced, um, unhappy people. You ever notice how a lot of them, and I've worked with plenty of them, and I still do, do, a lot of them get divorced in their late 40s, early 50s, and even in their 60s. I need to look up that statistic. because That's a wild number to get divorced. It's wild because I'm like, what are you going to do? Why didn't you change? Like, for example, if this individual gets divorced later on, I wouldn't even be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either, but she sounds unhappy. But again, how much of that is on her husband? Let's, let's, let's shift, not necessarily shift the blame, but let's shift the perspective here. How much of that is on her husband for allowing it to go on as, as much as he did? Because if she's unhappy, there's no way he's happy. So if you're unhappy, big fella, why haven't you made, you know, strides or addressed it or even separated before? There's there's no way you're going to sit next to a person for this many years married, unhappy, and not do something about it. You know, based off of this specific situation and what I can hear, again, I don't know his side. I could only go off of her side, right? Mm -hmm. She does everything. And when I say she does everything, she does everything. She makes sure she takes care of the kids. She still works her nine to five. She still um, drives them wherever they need to go. She handles the finances. She's handling the bills. She does everything. So what's his purpose? That's... Dick and headaches? And the crazy thing is, she doesn't even like to do that. She does it because she knows she has to because it's her husband. Yeah, she sounds miserable. But and, and that's what I'm saying. So we were having a conversation. I'm like, so why wouldn't you go to therapy? Oh, if I had to. And this is their logic. A lot of the Gen X's logic. Mm-hmm. Their logic is, why do I need to go to a therapist? If the person that I'm with and I cannot resolve this issue, the third party's only going to make it worse. And therapists, psychiatrists, and psychologists all have issues these people are just as bad as us and that's the logic that has them stuck that's the reason why gen x can't progress that's the reason why we as millennials don't necessarily see eye to eye with their logic their logic is flawed they'd rather be stuck in the mud and feel like they're moving than out of it running wow 
that's, that's who that's they. A, that's a great. Um, that's truly who they are. They don't want to change. And if you find yourself now again, I'm not a big advocate of having beef with your parents. I have a great relationship with both my parents, as do you. Mm-hmm. So it's not a thing where I'm like me and my mother are on the phone arguing every day. I couldn't even tell you the last time me and my mother argued. We don't do that. You get what I'm saying? Having yeah, discussions. Yeah, having discussions, sure. You know what I'm saying? Me and my father don't argue at all. No, me, sure, me and my dad don't either. Yeah, so it's it's not a it's not a necessarily a hey, my point of views and their point of views are so bad and so opposite. I hate them. No. It's an acknowledgement of how different they are, how they then raised us in a society, in a world that they weren't prepared for, that we had no choice to be prepared for. So we're actually more prepared for the generations after us but mm-hmm. they have a whole new litany of struggles that you know we that's a whole other episode they have a whole new litany of struggles to deal with when it comes to romance and stuff you think the dating pool is bad now you just wait 10 15 years it's gonna be worse no shit, it's gonna have diarrhea it's gonna be worse so in today's day and age where a woman's a priority for a woman is feeling safe and and if the man can't provide that because he's he doesn't have what it takes to be a protector or do that you can't expect her to then not be masculine she's gonna sit in that masculine energy because she needs to protect herself still even while with you because where's the safety net where can she be in her how they say it now soft woman era i was literally thinking of that word in my mind because i said i was as you're saying that all i could think about is i've never heard a man say i'm going to enter into my masculine man ever (laughs) i've never (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, all right i met the right one i'm about to be masculine now yo that's wild so <laughs> we don't have an option like men don't you know what i mean men don't have an option to be in their soft man era and their their masculine man era it's just do men have a soft man era besides I, boys like when you're a toddler and being a boy no such thing even as a boy you can't there's be soft no such thing. I, I don't know anything about that that's I don't know I don't know I guess I I wouldn't call mine a soft girl error because I'm a grown woman and I'm not saying that to be like go against the grain I think that I have officially evolved into a maturing woman right where I realized through you and through myself that I needed to fix myself in order to be happily married eventually and to be a better person and to be able to provide better for my children. I think the only people that I've never, ever, ever been, I guess, fucked up with are my kids. How does that make you feel? You smiled while you said that. You're you all smiles talking about <laughs> that. Because my kids are different. Like, they came from me. And I've seen so many people, like, just willingly give up their kids or like lose their kids so like I take pride and joy in knowing that even if I wasn't able to give them a luxurious life I was still always able to give them love and nurture and do the best that I can not the struggling ramen noodle and hot dog best I can can you relax (laughs) no and I'm not even down in that but I'm just saying (laughs) I gave them like even my son like our son I gave him everything that I could at such a young age right so what I went through, he went through, but I never was going to leave him behind. At all, no. So that's why I say it with like such a smile and such like it's pride, pride behind it, because I really do stand behind my children no matter what. 
like I'm not leaving my children for a man. I'm not leaving my children for a job. My schedule works around them, not my right. schedule, not them work around my schedule. Right. And, and then, you know, it's it's a lot of parents that don't know that joy. I mean, they annoying yeah, and they get on my nerves. Kids are annoying. But annoying. I love them to death. Yeah. I mean, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of parents don't understand that. And I notice those parents go through um you're looking at me so i know you know who or where i'm going with this a lot of parents go through certain struggles because they don't once you have the child and let's let's just put this out there once you have the child your life is about the child correct if you weren't feeling protected and you were in your masculine with this man before you had the child having the child is not going to change that you are now in the danger zone that that to me is where the separation divorce the broken families that to me is where it happens the most after said woman has the first child mm. things start going downhill and for whatever reason they think a hormones. second child will make things better <laughs> you why? already know how i feel about that yeah why i don't know but again i'm not here to judge whatever you thought whatever your thought process was at the time was your thought process hey we had one wasn't that hard let's have another one hey by all means do your thing but in that same breath a child doesn't fix a relationship Mm-mm. a child is not going to take you out of your masculine energy with with the man you're with i don't even get that like it might make that's what i'm saying it might not take you out of the masculine energy with him but it'll make you softer with the child right but i that, feel like overall it'll make you softer but I it doesn't know. make you softer with the man i don't think having a child overall makes you softer we all have something you know in our brains like literally that helps us take care of children when we see them the normal ones anyway yeah, i was about to say folks. some normal people they are the, you know the people i'm talking to are normal so they know when you see a child if they're if they're walking up to you crying asking for help i know our listeners they're gonna help they're not gonna leave a child crying they're gonna serve you know what i'm saying they're gonna send the right. child to the proper authorities to get whatever whatever so we have that in our brains so the woman who's in her masculine state who then has a kid she's gonna give those kids everything she's gonna be a great mom well yeah that's true i don't i don't think she's she's okay she's gonna be a great mom to those kids to raise them to be good people she'll raise her daughter and to be a good person she'll raise her son to be a good person she's not gonna raise a good man nor is she gonna raise a good woman she's just gonna raise good people yeah because initially it is difficult trying to um, raise children when you're still trying to figure yourself out and yeah, trying that's to like kill. You said something earlier that I wanted to ask. You know how you said that you're supposed to be alone after being in a relationship for 100%. so long, right? Can you actually be alone having kids? Hell no. There's no. There's no alone if you have kids. If you have kids, that that whole concept of being by yourself is gone. It's gone with the wind. It's done. So what is someone with a child? or children supposed to do in order to quote unquote be alone or try to fix themselves before getting in a relationship with someone else that's much harder to do than when you're by yourself because now you're you you're a package deal this is why you know the social media they'll tell you oh you know if she has a kid leave her alone this that and the third they're telling dudes to run because as a as the woman as the single mother you actually can't move any kind of way without thinking of your child so even if you like this guy if your kid doesn't it's a wrap even 
You know, you, some women don't care about that. I know, but good mothers do. Even if, you know, even if you just want to hang out with the guy, if he doesn't, if he's not interested in being a step parent, it's a wrap. It's like, and then what time do you have for yourself? Because your life now revolves around making sure your child is good and making sure you're good. So when do you have time to sit down and reflect and change certain habits and certain ways about yourself to help you be better equipped to be a better <laughs> woman, a better fiance, better girlfriend, yeah, better woman? After 8 p.m. <laughs> While you sleeping or scrolling no. on TikTok? No, I'm like... Or hitting the rose? Whichever you got to do. Y'all Realistic- hey. Realistically, as a woman, when you become a mother, the only time that you have time to breathe, if you have set it correctly, set it you're up sleeping. right, is when they're sleeping. When you're sleeping. Oh, when you're sleeping, you ain't got nothing but time to think about your dreams or whatever it is that you got going on in the sleep realm. But realistically, as a person with a, a child, that's why I like the concept. Why well, don't let hold on, hold on, let me backtrack. I appreciate the women who have one child and they don't sit there and have another child with the person who ain't shit. And then they try to fix themselves a little bit when they I, have I the spare time. Them. I appreciate them because it's like, you know, something's wrong with you. You know that you need to go get the help. So you'll go get it. And, and, and I do appreciate it. Why are you saying? I'm laughing because this is my friend. She going to know who I'm talking about, but everybody not going to know who I'm talking hey, about. Friend. She going to say... Like, she's just, she's not, she don't let people in, and she's not easy to love because she doesn't let people in. Okay. And it's like, you want love or you want a relationship, but you're difficult, but then it's difficult for you because you already have a kid. So it's like, you're trying to work on yourself. You're just continuously putting up walls and gates to make sure these motherfuckers don't get in, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, It's funny. it's It's a lot, though, but see... And there you go with the, that layered woman, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're telling, like, she's already difficult to love, whatever that means. You have a child, but you want love. No, and, and then it's difficult for her to trust people because of the things that she's been through. So that's a triple, what is that, triple homicide? Like, what are you, so in that scenario with this woman, what are you actually supposed to do? And if, if you were to do that, how likely do you think it's all going to work? I think sometimes in this case, I feel like thinking outside of the box would be beneficial. When I say that, I say this, whatever you think your type is or whatever you think that it is that you like, you're supposed to go out there, in my opinion, and choose the opposite. That's a lot of work. I know it's a lot of work and I know people are so stuck on what they like, who they what like, what they like, and how the they like it. And they like to approach them. Mm-hmm. Like we, I, we, I've known this from personal experience. Like literally watching it, a woman to throw her drawers at the man she likes the same day she sees him, not not ten minutes after. I'm talking right then and there, if given the chance. So when you're when you're going after this, not your type guy. Mm-hmm. It's work on you're already working on yourself. Now you have to work on trying to like this nigga too. That's rough. But nothing nothing good comes easy. I people are so caught up on what they think they want instead of what they need. Like I want a million dollars. Do I need a hundred K like but do I need a million dollars right now? Like realistically, no. 
but would it be nice to have For yes sure. so i just think that people need to reconsider what they are attracted to and what they're not attracted to in order to be this soft girl and leave the masculinity you have to be able to move and maneuver your femininity or like something around some people truly okay again this is from experience and then talking to these people who have experienced masculine women or because i don't i don't know i just it's very difficult for me to compartmentalize it because the masculine women that are around me literally are feminine in my presence i couldn't tell you why because it's an energy thing it, it must be that so now a bunch of men walking around asking you to submit and when you're around them you feel like anybody could just run up and rip his pockets off his pants like i i highly doubt a woman <laughs> submitting to that like you can't submit to that why are you even fuck? Never mind. Cause here's the thing: you see a woman like you, mm. I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna be attracted to you. You're, you're a woman a like me or me. They say you choose your words. Please, there's <laughs> literally nobody else like you. That's why you're here. <clears throat> That's why you're. You know what I'm saying? You were chosen. Thank you. Yeah. Doesn't your hand hurt from that rock? I know mine would when I get Anyway, mine. go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I would always be attracted to you in whatever lifetime, where wherever we'd end up, I'd always be attracted to you. Oh, relax. Oh my God, here you go with He's the sweet stuff. I'm not. I'm not. Your face is red. It's not. Thank you though. I would always be attracted to you though because the challenge you present me is always what I'm looking for. Oh my gosh, she's making this weird face. Um, I can't be the way I am right now. You know how they be like, oh, women try to change men. A woman couldn't have changed me to be like this. I would always have to change according to the woman I'm trying to be with. Sometimes women change men into who they don't want them to be. Oh, big facts. You don't want that either. So with you, when I met you, when I saw you, before I even met you, I was like, oh, nah. I didn't talk to you initially when I saw you. No, right. I waited about two years. Stalker. Weird ass. I waited <laughs> I'm two, a weird ass. <laughs> I waited two years because I knew mm. when I saw you, I wasn't ready for you. I wouldn't have been ready for you either. No, true. It would have ruined everything. I, I knew I didn't have what it took to provide for you. I, I knew I didn't have what it took to protect you. I knew I didn't have any of it because I was still trying to figure out who the hell I was. I didn't know who I was. Let's be fucking for real. We are in our... I'm in my early 30s. You're in your mid-30s. Watch your mouth. I'm still in early 30s until June. Anyway. Ugh. So. Hater. We, when I started to think about how young we met each other, right? Yeah, it was wild. Yo, it was insane. Like, if that's the case, I met you when I was 23. You was looking at me at 21. I didn't know what the hell I was doing at 21 besides being a mother. No facts. And I don't know if it's the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Something told me, don't talk to her right now. Yeah, no. Like, don't. And I wasn't in this the soft girl era anyway. And I wasn't very trusting of men anyway. So Yeah, you'd have tore me up. I was I wasn't ready for you. I didn't I didn't have enough world experience even at twenty three. I wouldn't have tore you up. I would have just You would have tore me no, up. No, I wouldn't. I would have kindly told you that the situation that you told I me guess to go is fuck myself. Um, okay. I I was honest with people. Whether they wanted to accept it or not, I just used to tell them, like, I'm in a very um, difficult situation. And some people believed it and other people didn't. And I feel like I would return that type of favor to you. I would be honest with you because you really don't get anything out of lying. 
like you really don't the only person i feel like i lied to was one man my entire life and i lied to that person because it just became such a norm because the that norm started from him so i carried it on and kept it going with him because it's like i'm not scared of you but all you do is lie so i'm gonna keep lying to you too right to make them feel better but even even then it's like you were honest almost to a fault because no one did believe you because no one's as honest no one's that honest we've heard girls say the same thing you said and it didn't stop them from blowing up our phones after we were done no we've, i ain't blow um, yeah we've all been there except you when you said those things you said to these men you actually meant them things yeah. when you said oh i just want to it's not really a serious thing i don't want to i don't want nothing serious it's just a date it's just this i don't really want to text you anymore like the women would say that but it's like oh she's playing hard to get yeah it is yeah. the you only other woman that i met like that is really my best friend when we were younger she would literally go through the same thing and i would just find it like i just like damn what's wrong with you but again there was a disconnect there was a disconnect between her father and her but my father raised me which is what made you a little bit more rough around the edges but it also case. made you a, a more suitable partner that's trifling I know, I know, and again, people don't want to, you know, hear it or accept it. But a woman raised by her father is a more prepared partner than a woman raised by just her mother. Hmm, that's very interesting. I think so too. Now that you're saying it in that perspective, I think being raised by a man, they teach you things that a woman can't teach you, but you're also missing things that a woman, a woman can, can teach, teach you that facts. a man can't teach you. Nurturing, nurturing, the, the sweetness, being gentle, the, and yeah, in, the intimacy of you know what I'm yeah. saying that closeness, the hugging, the the cheek to cheek with your mom, like those things are gone. Those yeah. things are gone. Those are like vital relationship survival basics, like. Right. That you just don't come equipped with. And that's why when the conversation comes with who, who's more important when it comes to raising a child, I'm just going to be honest with you. Regardless of what is said, what statistics are being read, the child benefits from both parents being in the home. Both parents being in the home and active. Let's say that too, because there's a lot of kids that come from two-parent households where one of the parents is a ghost and the other parent is a monster, and they come out like the worst people on the planet. Yeah, they do. Let's just be honest. Those kids exist, too. Those adults exist, too. Yeah, but like you're saying, both of the parents really do have to be active, like active and happy with each other Facts. to have to produce kids. Again, kids are still going to choose their own path. Regardless, 100%. you can give them the tools. You can lead them to the water. That doesn't necessarily mean that they'll drink. But right. as long as you know that you did everything that you could and they were brought up in a decent household, that's all you can really because that that goes into again dr umar stole my whole bit okay i was on tiktok live and i was having an epiphany and i realized that what he say he, he said it on one of his the last podcast he was on it was phenomenal it was great mm. but i i said it two weeks ago when i was on tiktok live just That's you know n- nothing was written i was just going off the top little minds i mean great minds think alike little minds <laughs> think alike is crazy i meant need to say- that on a shirt Oh. Little minds think alike. <laughs> um, we're going back to the shirt stuff, right? Um, he he was basically saying about the relationship between parent and child will affect how how and who they date and how they operate when in the dating market. A boy with a great relationship with his mother, and I'm not talking about a, you know, 
not a, a parasite relationship like where he's the a mom. mama's boy yeah, to the yeah, point that's where too much. that's too much but uh, with a great relationship with his mom you must, as a woman on the first date you have to ask these questions how's your relationship with your mother how's the relationship with your father you have to ask though i haven't necessarily put together the thought process of what missing your dad as a man does to you in a relationship because if you have a great relationship with your mom and your mom was a good mom to raise a good person you're gonna be fine in the dating space i think I don't know, I can't, I'm not a man, but I could only speculate that I guess the man would be missing that masculine touch on how to handle a woman in the sense of, you know, just just overall having some type of masculine energy if you didn't have a good mom. Like if you had right. that type no, of no, parasitic, if you, yeah. If you Okay, let's, let's just be honest. The dating market is, is trash, why? Who were these people raised by? The men were raised by single moms and so were the women. Where the single moms pumped into their daughters that they needed to be independent and they don't need a man because that was that's what they was going through. Mm-hmm. And the mom was warning their sons about these hoes. Yeah. So now all these boys grew up thinking all these women were hoes. And, and all these women are growing up thinking, I don't need these niggas. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's nasty. It's nasty. And again, on these first dates, if you're not asking, fellas, if you're not asking a woman... How, how her relationship with her father because a woman I personally think a woman needs both parents more than a man does i.e. LeBron LeBron's doing great and only had a mom but a woman to me needs both parents you know why you, it dad, depends on go ahead why why dad has to teach her how to be a lady her mom has to teach her how to be a woman because the things that you of things as a woman that your dad you you know you would embarrass your dad or your dad wouldn't like you're gonna be more respectful and carry yourself a certain way when you have an active father that you respect that you love don't get me wrong when you get to a certain age and you wear certain clothes you're gonna still be very feminine looking very attractive very sexy but it'll never dishonor your father ever you'll never do that you'll never disrespect yourself because you won't want to disrespect your father he taught you how to be a lady he put authority in the in the you know raising you process. You said say what you said in the beginning again. When it came to what? You said that a dad teaches you how to be a lady. No, you said both parents. Oh, women need both parents. Yeah, That's women what you need said. both parents more than a man would need both. You know, I think. Oof, this is I. I don't want to say. Because I'm trying to base it off of personalities, right? Right. Because it also depends on the personality of the child. Because that child's personality is already whatever it's going to be. But, you know, the nurture factor plays For a sure. big role. Um, I think it's more important for... Oh, I'm probably going to regret this later. <laughs> <laughs> I think women do better when they are raised by just their dad really i think so i've met a few i've read a few things i think those women end up they might be rough around the edges i'm not saying that they're dainty they're missing that factor they're missing a nurturing factor they're missing you know the tenderness and the love but they have this mentality where it's like 
you know when men are ready to settle down like when they choose one woman and like they yeah, they hold sure. out like they actually not men who settle down and just settle down i mean so like, like good, a good, good men a good men a good, good man who's ready to settle down and knows what he wants that's exactly the type of mentality that a woman who was raised by a good father would have she's just missing that dainty nurturing touch to her and it's going to take a while for her to have you know physical touch to be her whatever but i think they do better than being raised by a single mother because oh no for sure yeah that's not what i was saying at all oh no yeah not i I said women need both parents like both parents active rather than one or the other because if she just has dad mm -hmm. she will lack the nurture as you were saying Mm -hmm. that nurture the mother's touch the you know what i'm saying because Let's say she doesn't have a kid you meet her. She was just raised by her dad. Mm-hmm. When you see how she acts and approaches things, mm-hmm. you'll think, why would I want her to be a mother? She's going to punch my kid in the chest if my kid says something to her. You get what I'm saying? Like, she's going to, like, punch on him or something. Like, you're looking for that nurture to make a woman a mother at the same, as a man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Corona got punched in his chest when he done did some shit. Yeah, but you still love them up. Oh, yeah, he's a Yeah, beautiful. you know what I'm saying? So you still had that in you to give... You know, young yeah, girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. that He's nurture, beautiful. that love. But if you were just raised, if you had, that's if you were just raised by your dad with a bad relationship with your mom. Oh, I don't have if a you bad were raised by your mom with a bad relationship with your dad, you will not respect men. No, you would have daddy issues. You will, exactly, and that's just as dangerous, if mm. not more dangerous, than being raised by your father alone. Because being raised by your father alone, you'll still have, you'll still have a stable base to move yeah. forward and if your mother I thought you said you know what I, yeah. I understood it I think I even repeated it yeah, you did. I just probably didn't digest the information we're, we're still saying the same thing yeah virtually because now if you're raised by just your mom with no father and now in your mind your father ain't shit and your father never loved you you'll never expect a man, man to love you to love you because the first man that was supposed to love the first man you were supposed to fall in love with the first man that was supposed to get you flowers the first man that was supposed to hold your hand he's not here yeah. so you never expect this motherfucker who had nothing to do with you to ever be able to love you the way that yeah, your father did you'll be a little resistant and apprehensive you know in the beginning towards certain things until you know you're ready to have that change for yourself because it, and it would take the love of a good man yeah, a patience. lot of time, patience, and care to get you there. But what men are saying is, hey, ladies, can you do some of this work before we get to anywhere? Because it's not even appealing knowing that this is who you are on the first or second date. Like, if this is who you are on the first or second date, I want to run. I mean, but in that same token, like you mentioned earlier, some people really don't know what until they're with someone. Yeah. So sometimes I know they're asking for you to fix yourself before you get there, but physically and mentally, like, how the hell are you supposed to know if you don't know? Yeah, because fix yourself is crazy. Fix Shit, yourself. Is if crazy. I would have fixed myself, I would have been, with all due respect, wealthy by now. My wings were clipped so young that I didn't get a chance to do what I wanted to do. And it doesn't even matter now because it's neither here or there because I'm old enough to do things that I want to do now. 100%. And I'm with the perfect person to help me get there. And I have like great support systems, like great friends and everything. But you just, you know, like some people wings, they, they don't know. They just don't. You can't fault somebody for not knowing. And it's, it's great to know when they do know because some people do know. But a lot of times they don't. 
and, and you're referring to like when your wings are clipped young mm-hmm. in general even as an adult i know you're i know men are asking women to heal themselves but some of these bitch, some of these women don't know. <laughs> you're, oh, you're getting real comfortable. Huh? <laughs> some of these bitches don't know. You see, I backtrack on it. No, I, and I, I'm with you on that. But it's like, it, in in the same breath, it's like, where is the self awareness, self reflection, and you know, internal understanding of who you are and how the way you are and who you are would affect the partner? These thoughts are not being thought. No, because when you're angry and when you're resistant towards anything and everything you're not thinking about how you can affect someone with your attitude you're worried about well everybody did me wrong so there's no possible way that i could do anybody wrong because i'm the victim here i'm the one me 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 so you're not thinking outside of the box so what can a woman do right now a woman who's listening to this podcast right now Mm -hmm. who's single Mm -hmm. maybe with child maybe without Mm because it could still apply to both going through these childhood traumas with whichever parent did it Mm -hmm. but wants love like wants romance is yearning for that you know companionship because we're at that age even the generation under us is at the age where they want companionship what is it intimacy versus despair yeah if i'm not mistaken i think that's the that's the time frame yeah. The intimacy versus despair. Oh, I'm sorry. Intimacy versus isolation. Isolation. Because you're going to die alone. Which one's the despair one? There is a despair one. Um, right? I think it's gender. Oh, you know my English ain't good. Uh-uh. Uh, gender verge. It's like general. Gender vergerdered? This. <laughs> Not this. Let me see. Generativity. What? The stagnation. Versus stagnation. I, I think that's. The despair one. I think that's the last stage where you about to die. Chill, please stop. I'm I, dead ass. I, I want the despair one. Despair stage? Yeah, because it's despair. Something versus despair. Despair stage of development. Oh, integrity versus despair. Integrity versus despair. Okay. But we can go back to the one before that one. Not Jenna the Debitum. <laughs> the intimacy versus isolation? Yeah, intimacy so versus isolation. At that point... You're yearning for intimacy, but you're going to feel isolated because you don't feel accomplished like the rest of your peers. My suggestion as a woman to another woman, if you have not been able to find love and you've been alone for a while, you need to ask yourself, what is it about you that makes you unlovable? What is it about you that makes you unattractive? What is it about you that can't keep someone? You have to think, is it the type? Is it me? Is it what I'm doing? Is it the way that I look? There's a lot of factors, and we can even skip over the the looks because, you know, looks fade because we're getting older. You have to ask yourself internally what is wrong with you as a person. Try to get help. I know people are against therapy and think that, oh, my God, the therapist could have as many problems as me. I don't give a fuck what the therapist's problems are. Right. Their job is to help me. Their job is to help me, and if I'm getting what I need out of this person because they're not sugarcoating anything, you should be fine so work i think you should work on yourself if you have if everything that i just mentioned you have tried and done something and it still doesn't work you need to change up something in that order in order to get some type of result not mad at that response and i guess for the men as far as what did um isolation versus what um intimacy versus isolation versus isolation 
when we reach a certain age, fellas, and you all know what I'm talking about, we start looking around and we're like, damn, like, it'd be cool to have a little me. It'd be cool to, you know, be with somebody. And Because men are very romantic secretly. That's why they're so sensitive and they get butt hurt when a girl, you know, ignores them or whatever. Because men are sensitive in that aspect because of how romantic they want to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, for you guys, um, stop. Focus on you first, always. Get to a decent spot and find someone that's willing to grow from that spot with you. Because what it is, is a lot of guys are running into women who want guys at the finish line. And a lot of guys shoot for those women who want guys at the finish line because they went to Columbia, their body is done, and they do this and they get burnt. We we truly don't want those women. You don't you don't want that woman to be the mother of your kid. You truly don't. You want the woman who's willing to come up from the mud with you. You see how North be treating Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> Y'all see me violating. You want the woman to come up hand in hand with you leading and, and her walking right out next to you, right beside you. You feel me? Like, that's what you want as a man. And in order to find that, you got to stop looking past the women that are directly in front of you. You got to start looking where you're at or it... Men know. Stop thinking that you hired and what you yeah, are. Men know. Like, and dig on. lower. Because if on. your hairline Not, is receding. All right, all right, all right. If you look like spoiled right, milk, right. you can't sit here See, and. See, nobody <laughs> violated women like that. I ain't saying uh, nose fat. I said if you unlovable. Hips, yeah, I ain't saying none of that crazy stuff. Leave men alone. I'm just saying, <laughs> fellas, if you know you're a seven. He needs some milk. If, if you're six, my guy five you know you can go after a five or a six and the highest you could go for is a 6.57 stop looking for eights Oof. stop looking for i'm dead serious Oof. you can't because it doesn't work we need to learn how to grade ourselves and that's for men and women we need to know who we can get because once you narrow it down to who you know you can get it becomes a lot easier to choose what you think bro before we end the show what's your rating system what do you think you are me, mm-hmm. I think I'm a good 6.7. Damn, that's low. How? I think you like a. Think think about how how is it low? Do you think a 10 exists in a man or a woman? You think yeah. anyone's perfect? No, I'm thinking no. What I'm saying is 6.7 is low. What are all right? No, it's I, not low. I don't think it's low. I, I think, think it's fair. Okay, I think I've always graded myself like this. I think that I'm a good seven. I really do grade myself as a seven because most women grade themselves either a seven or a ten. And well, bitch, I ain't no ten. I'll tell you that because I'm fine with that. I don't got to meet a body. I don't have none of that. That's fat though. It could be, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm a I'm a great seven. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, bitches. Wow. Listen, we are home. Hope they enjoyed this one. I hope y'all enjoyed it too. We're, we we will be back again. Are we playing a soft little jazz instrumental in the back? I'm I don't know. You wanna? I don't, I don't want nobody fall asleep listening to this shit either with our sultry voices. Oh my goodness. Anyway, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us at the Crossing Minds Pod on Instagram, all one word. Make sure you download and subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and check out our latest videos on youtube we just hit 800 subscribers on youtube thank you for everyone who helped us out with that we are almost at 8,800 on vtcmp on tiktok help us get there 
and the numbers on Instagram keep climbing. So keep following us there too. Follow us to follow, you know, find out all our updates, everything we're doing. And again, congratulations to y'all because we're literally going to be dropping two episodes a week now. Congratulations to y'all and congratulations to us. If you want to subscribe to some behind the scene footage on our podcast, make sure you subscribe to us on Instagram. It's only $2.99 a month and you'll have exclusive access to our stories when we post behind the scene bloopers at the studio. AKA V probably punching on me and you guys get to see the abuse firsthand. First of all, if y'all do that, I'm a wax rob on Please stop. That. No, we're not doing that. We're I'm waxing the hell out of his chest. Stop playing. If y'all made it this far, put <laughs> wax in the comments. <laughs> what comments? Wax. Ew, no, no. You know, oh, not in the comments. I'm sorry. Make sure you send us wax in the DMs in the DM? on the on Instagram. Sick. You guys are sick. Man, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your monitor church friends. Cause T D Jake's gonna give up them cakes Please too. Stop. And you know that guy him will be back next week. You know, shouts to him. Shouts uh, to him, but I'm the talent show. New, shouts to me. Uh, no shouts to New Jersey weather, but see you guys Man, sometime this week. New Jersey weather. We've been slipping and sliding on everything. Funny. Get them tires fixed because they bald. And it ain't, it ain't the roads. It's your tires. They bald. Bald-headed skittle ray. Ain't got no hair in the back. Bye.